Welcome to Big Wave Dave's podcast, and uh, I got some guests here today, and I think it's going to be an amazing episode, because we got a couple people on, we're going to have a few opinions, and uh, I'd like to take a second here on Big Wave Sound Media to introduce my friends here and let you know what we got going on. So, sitting right next to me, I got goddamn Shola. Uh, how, do, how do you go on Instagram, man? Um, my name is Shola, S. Jigs on Instagram. You can call me Stag, Shola the African Giant. And right next to me is... <laughs> First of all, I'd just like to comment on this guy's podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to William Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Ayo, a.k.a. Alade the Hunter. Um, you can catch me on Instagram, Alade, with four underscores behind it. You can also follow Shola and I's podcast, Off the Rails. Um, hit us up on any of your podcast apps. It's four guys go off the rails, and then on Instagram is off the rails pod, mm-hmm. and on Twitter is four guys go off. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. Sorry, I forgot about that. Very good. Yeah, I've checked it out a couple times here, and uh, these guys are really eccentric, you know, with the off the rails. <laughs> have a lot of opinions floating around, and um, you get a, you learn a lot. You know, you get real educated with those folks. But um, I'm sorry, Rachel. You know, I cut into your. Your introduction. Would you I didn't like even to get to introduce yourself? myself. You just said my name. Yeah. <laughs> Fine That's then. Good name. That's a good name. I'll say my other name. It's Rachel. <laughs> um, Instagram, Twitter. What else is there? That's all you got. You want oh, Facebook? Say what you got. <laughs> yeah. No, don't get my Facebook. Okay. But Instagram and Twitter is R A K A E L underscore one four three Raquel Raquel Raquel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Open to interpretation. No. Yeah. Honestly, though, with Quick. Facebook, I can't lie. You know. Do not go on my Facebook. It sucks. I can't lie. I, I Have you Facebook. been on my Facebook? No, no he's talking about Facebook no. generally. I'm talking about Facebook in general. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, your Facebook sucks too. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, like, uh, I put that on my little image where I advertise my podcast and shit. And I just thought to myself, just now, like, why the fuck don't want people to go to my Facebook? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, look at what I'm doing. Anyway, to talk about. The episode that we're having today, we're having a relationship-based episode where we just got done watching some Patrice O'Neill. I'm a huge fan of Patrice O'Neill, and uh, he is a comedian who passed away in 2008. Wonderful guy. Um, had some skeletons in his closet, too, of course, like anybody. Who, in that episode we were listening to, he discusses the subject of women sharks uh, dating Men penguins. Yeah. And even even how with female sharks can, <laughs> can successfully coexist with male sharks too. Yeah. Now Shola, I think that you're uh wonderfully gifted in breaking certain stuff down. I mean we've had conversations about this type of stuff and you kinda opened my eyes and changed my perspective on some of these things. I wanted you to kinda lead in in regards to what that episode kinda entails and mm-hmm. you know what what his point he was kind of getting at yes Shola tell us about the sharks bite bite motherfucker <laughs> so uh, Patrice is a is an asshole oh wow that is who he is an asshole and he's an asshole who had to learn how to be a happy asshole so Patrice was giving advice to a man who was having problems with his girlfriend and the guy was talking about how his girlfriend she kind of crazy and now she's 
one day she want to break up one day she don't want to break up but she she's giving him a lot of confusing emotions right making her because she's trying to take the power in the relationship basically so patrice explains that this girl he's dating you know this woman is like a shark right some women are sharks you know they may be pretty they may be just have strong personalities but intelligent you know you know intelligent whatever it may be but when they when they when they hit a dude who's also a shark sometimes they don't like being with that kind of man that you know matches their energy their wavelength you know because you know if a male shark is with a female shark the male shark is still the male and so what he said is that a lot of these type of women would date with men who are below them because they know this nigga can never hurt me this nigga can never harm me you know i'm a shark and this nigga is a penguin so we're just talking about how like a lot of a lot of women will deliberately choose to be with penguins then they'll come around and say dumb shit like oh um you know i just didn't feel love in the relationship anymore so i went to go seek the love somewhere else or it was just an entanglement i'll use a i'll use a good example just to kind of expound on that you know i was dating mm-hmm. a girl loved her to death you know it didn't work out um just had a difference of opinion you know um and we were two different ages we're close in ages, but not super close. Mm-hmm. I think at the time she was 22, I was like 25, 26. Um, I can't even remember to be honest. It's terrible. But uh, I remember the the last time we broke up, she told me she was going to kind of explore herself, you know. And I really, it just was really vague. Really didn't understand what it meant. Uh, but I accepted it, you know. I still had love for her, and I said, you know, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna do what I have to do continue to improve my life and I, I just want you to be happy that's really it that's the end of the story um, and with that situation you know it had it had turned into something that just it wasn't healthy you know kept talking to each other and things like that but uh, the funny thing was you know eventually we stopped talking but the funny thing was is just even after that had happened where she said she had to explore herself her coming back to talk to me and you know still trying to be in my space deal with my energy and things like that made mm-hmm. me go why why well why even break up that's another patrice point he says that's she's trying to and this sound harsh but he'll say she's trying to rape your time i don't know if you're make me this, make me a time hole yeah she's trying to make you a time hole uh, so she's that's that's another patrice point but continue I mean, yeah, and it was just like uh, different situations kind of like that uh, past that relationship, I think. And even in the past, man, um, I've just dealt with situations with ladies where I did feel like I was giving the power away. Uh, and I just like, okay, and I'm going to be really, really open right now and talk about something that happened back in Cleveland, where I'm from. And... You know, it kind of messed me up. It really got me started on this Patrice O'Neill path of mm-hmm. trying to gain my power back and my confidence back. Mm-hmm. And not just Patrice O'Neill, but um, Tom Likas, too. I mean, he's really intense. But I started listening to Patrice, to Tom Likas. Just anything where I'll just call it red pill mm-hmm. that would make me just think, damn, man, you got to take care of yourself. You got to take care of the numero uno, you know. Just um, look out for yourself because anytime, yeah, that's him. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're doing, we're looking up pictures of him right now. But 
yeah, I just really had to start looking out for myself, you know, because it really, a lot of my relationship was with women in the past kind of were tainted and uh, it blackened the waters, I'll say, of my romance. I used to be a very romantic person. I used to write poems, get flowers, teddy bears, chocolate, all that, all that goofy, you know, that dudes do to try and get a female's attention. And I was getting negative results. You know, and it could be, I don't want to make blatant statements and say, all oh, women are like that, where if you buy them flowers, they treat you like a piece of crap, where it very well could be like that. But, you know, just, I'll say just the women I have dealt with, mm-hmm. right? Not most, not of most recent, but just the women I've dealt with, I've kind of felt like they did not appreciate the, the romantic gestures that I did have for them or did attempt to step forward to them with. And so in turn... They would, and I don't know if this is true, but I, they, I felt, this is what I felt at the time, that they would treat me soft. they mm-hmm. treat me like, oh, uh, he, he's treating me so well. He's going to continue to treat me well for a long time. This is just how he feels about me. So I'm going to take advantage. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, um, I guess everything is always in the right context. Like, even those things you're doing probably is not what, what made them perceive you as soft it was probably just like sometimes it's just your temperament right I'm not saying that there's anything yeah, wrong with your temperament true. but if they're used to a certain type of treatment maybe they're used to a harsher treatment you know they, they may not uh, yeah, be comfortable with this because the only way they've known people to express interest is to treat them a certain way so that's why I think you kind of learn as you get older like okay I gotta now I gotta play these fucking games to make sure she doesn't take advantage of me when you actually just want to be open and honest but Sometimes the partners you're with are not yet ready for you to be open and honest with them. You know, maybe yeah, unfortunately yeah, yeah. you just don't have the type of person that, that you. Growth. Yeah, you, sometimes you may be ready to do that. Maybe they're not ready to do it, and you have to just meet them at their level. What age are you at mentally? That's a, that's a good question because. Yeah, that's a good question. So so back to the, the issue of sharks and penguins. Right, right. So I think. Um, like I said, a lot of I think I guess this is this this is for female pe- sharks and also for the male penguins. Like, if you're a male penguin, please respect yourself and don't go date a predator. Okay, don't go date an apex predator just because she's bad. Okay, find your find your level. Find a woman that will that will complement your personality and your emotional needs. Don't just go for the baddest bitch in the room. If you're interested in long-term relationships, if you're not interested in long-term relationships, that's 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 you can do whatever you want. But I always say like you gotta you gotta find the person that compliments you. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like a difference between just trying to go out and fuck mm-hmm. and get ass, and then there's like the long-term. You really want to get down with this girl, hold it down, or or ladies, you really want to get down with this guy, you know. And actually be in a relationship. Because, and the problem is that a lot of niggas that's penguins, when they have their heart broken enough, right, now they feel like they got to become, they got to start acting like sharks, like a male shark. So now you're you're almost like pretending, right? You're like, okay, I don't want to get my heart broken again. Every time I show affection this way, it's not appreciated. So bet I'm going to treat her like this or treat her like that. And it will work for a little bit. And you could even master it working very well you could use it it could be crushing pussy whatever but it will be hard for you to be happy in a relationship 
right? Because you always feel like you're playing a game and you're always trying to win. Exactly. So that's that's for the guys. For the women, it's also the same thing. Be honest with what you want, right? I know with feminism and all this stuff, sometimes women are not allowed to want what they really want. What they want may sound sexist, you know? Like some women want like a nigga that if she act up, you're going to slap up the side of the head. I'm not saying domestic violence is okay. But no, some women, genuinely in your heart, you want that type of man. Genuinely in your heart. I want you an aggressive dude. But then you're fighting that something inside you, something inside, inside your cervix quakes for that. And then you go date someone that is mild and meek and won't harm anyone, right? And then now you don't respect that nigga. That nigga was happy before you met him. And somebody who would have made somebody happy. You know what I mean? He was happy before you, but you were like, Mm-mm, I'm not going to date that aggressive nigga. No, I'm going to date this person because he's actually good on paper. But you know that's not what you want. That's not what you want. You're a shark. Go and meet a shark. All naturally, like, all natural, 100% grade A, you want you an aggressive, like, fang tooth, great white. Some of you know that's what you want. And you just have to be honest. Like, some women, you know, you may be a woman, let's say you make a lot of money, but you want a nigga with money too. Right, so don't settle. Don't settle because you think, oh, this is what is the right thing to do. It's wrong for me to want a nigga that's got money or whatever. Want what you want, right? To be and own it. And own it. Own what you want. Like own what you need. If that's, that's what you need, own it. That's a good transition into, um, and this is for ladies and guys, but that's a good transition into a lot of people saying, oh, well, it doesn't matter to me if they don't have this, or it doesn't matter to me if they don't have that. You know, but then you look at their pattern of um, people that they were dating. Mm-hmm. You look at their pattern and their own behavior. You know, you got you got females listening right now who who could probably attest and say, oh, "I told I told Keisha not to go back. She keep getting her ass beat. Mm-hmm. She say she loves it. And I, I keep telling um, I keep telling Delante man that she don't care about him because every couple of months she just goes to him and stop talking to him." Mm. You know, I hate that. I'm not going to use names, but I know some folks, right, that are going through these situations. Mm-hmm. I, I know I have a buddy. I love him to death who lives in Cleveland. You know, he's just he's going through it, man. Uh, he's going through it with single ladies, uh, baby moms. He ain't got no babies, but just like single moms who have treated him just in the in the worst way because mm-hmm. they. They don't respect them in the beginning, right? And this is this is what I've been telling him, based off of what I've learned from Patrice. He is uh, he he lays it on thick in the beginning, right? He expounds all of his love and respect to these women in the beginning, and they didn't even have to work for it. And this mm-hmm. is kind of how I've explained it to him. Um, you put in, you're putting this burden on them, right? Where you're making them feel like. Damn, this nigga loved me this much already. You know, he barely know me, but he just giving me his whole heart, left leg, and arm. And you know, this is just this is just too much for me to handle. I cannot deal with this level of um, I can't deal with this level of love mm-hmm. being tossed to me at once. So they usually, you know, they have they'll like be with him for a little bit, have sex with him, let him take him out, give him take money from him, and all this shit. But then they be gone. Mm-hmm. Drop of a hat, they gone. They ain't talking to him no more. They didn't ghosted him. They stopped texting and calling. And they know he'll hit me up. He'll be like, "Damn, man, I don't know. What's, I don't know what I'm doing wrong." You know, I'm trying to. I show him that I love him. Show him I care about him. I take care of him. 
all this stuff. He gave me this laundry list of things that he does for him. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, man, you know what the issue is? That you you give you give them this you give them these things and they didn't even have to prove themselves exactly didn't even have to work for it so not only don't they respect you don't not only do they not uh, respect you but in their hearts they didn't already hunted from you Mm -hmm. as a man they didn't already got from you what they didn't needed coming see what you had yeah and it's like you sold yourself short right like that's what Mm. he's done is like he made it too easy so now they feel like oh okay this what he has is not valuable the love he can offer is not valuable because time if he can give it to valuable. me easily then he, anybody can get it easily the same way and i'll translate it for guys like let's say you meet a chick and you barely have to do anything to smash oh. then you're gonna feel like to, then that means anybody can smash oh she oh <laughs> right hey that's and honestly that's the thought it's, that's, I hate to say that's it, what man. that's what you're thinking like it may sound rash or whatever but that's the same thing with this guy he comes and he's honest or too honest about how he feels at first then she's gonna feel like oh this nigga's a bitch because if he's gonna be simple well, not simping necessarily but if he's gonna be simping for me like this he's gonna be simping like this for everybody and real quick I wanna touch on that thing about how I said oh, she's a hoe just quick note, I don't believe that any hoes exist. I don't believe whores exist. I don't believe that people who have too much sex exist. I think people, like Shola said earlier, you should just you should know what type of animal you are, mm-hmm. right? Relish in that. Be honest about that. And exist as that animal. Like, if you like to have threesomes, go have threesomes. If you like to have monogamous sex, do that. If you like to have... If you're a pansexual, you're gay... You lesbian, do what it is that you do as an animal. You know, don't be ashamed. Uh, there's a lot of freakish going on in California and all these states. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, just, every state. just do you, boo. But anyway, and so one one point I want to bring up, like on, on your friend. So there's something called attachment styles. Attachment styles is how we are in relationships. There are three main ones. Oh, there's man. anxiously attached, avoidant, and securely attached. So anxiously attached is like his friend what you describe an anxiously attached person is very emotional it's almost like they're very like forthcoming with love you know they're very they show their love straight up straight up in a way they're like oh they do a lot to show that to prove that they love you they're the kind of person that may be like oh baby do you love me what what do you love about me why do you love me that kind of person they're very anxiously attached and there's avoidant the avoidant type is like someone that's more like they almost seem cold most of the time and they um they almost um like they never really show it a lot they may show it sometimes and they're more likely to show it through actions than to say a bunch of words and then they're securely attached securely attached is like um securely attached is is the balance right usually securely attached um usually has the most partners because Anxiously is anxious attached is usually attracted to avoidant, right? Which leads to one person always trying to prove their love and the other person almost being very quiet about how they feel. But securely attached is kind of the good, healthy balance that you want to be at. This your friend is probably a very uh, anxiously attached person, and he probably attracts people who are avoidant. And if they're not that avoidant, being with him will make them avoidant. So you have to be aware of your relationship type and your attachment type. You can and your attachment style changes with your friends 
you could be anxious with your friends, avoidant with your family, and secure in your romantic relationships, whatever. It could be it could be a whole mix. But you have to be aware of how you are in a relationship. Know those things that trigger it, right? Know those feelings. You may f- be anxious because you feel like I have to keep proving my love to this person because there's not enough love in the relationship, or how do they know that I actually love them, or I don't want them to leave me, which is usually what the person is thinking. And the avoidant may be like, I've been burned before, so I can't, I can't be showing all my cards at once. Yeah. So this, your, this, pers- this kind of person, right, this your friend, he has to kind of understand that his love is valuable, so he has to treat it that way, right? Like, right, if, right. If, if he just bought a new car, let's say he just bought a new car, let's say he bought a, a, like a new Camaro, right, with a really mm. nice paint job, great interior. Damn, I don't like Chevy, man. So okay, what do you like? What Mustang? <laughs> uh, shit, not even the Mustang, really. Low key, like an Audi A8. Oh, that's even worse than import. Oh, and you want an American car? Uh, yeah, it's got okay. Let's American. do. You know what? No, like a Corvette. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he just got a Corvette, right? Got a new brand new. Great car. paint job, great interior. You know, top of the line stuff, right? And then one of one of some one of his boys, his good friend, goes. Hey, yo, let me borrow your car real quick. We're going to a party. We're all going to be drinking and shit. You know, and I just want to drive it to the party. I mean, even though it's his friend, he's going to ask a bunch of questions. Are you going to be drinking and driving in my new car? Are you like, are you going to be drinking inside my new car with the new seats? You know, I'm probably not going to give you this car. If it was like a regular car, maybe, right? But because he knows how valuable his car is, he's not just going to let anybody have it, even though he may care about them. Right, because of how much value you know the car is, how much the car has, you have to treat your love the same way. You don't have to play a game necessarily, but you have to to kind of like have some respect for yourself in the relationship. You have to kind of create some boundaries. The person has to like before you start sharing with them all your hopes and your dreams and how much you love them. Like you have to kind of see is this person a good fit for me, right? Do I what do I know about this person that makes them a good fit for me, or do I just want do I just want a woman to be around me and do I just want someone to love me? Which is not a good a good thing. So yeah. Yeah, man. And it's just like going back to again, huge fan of Patrice O'Neill here, both of us. What he said about how men we appreciate our loneliness mm-hmm. and we don't want to be alone. Yeah. Right, we just yeah. we want somebody. We want people around us. Yeah, I think Patrice said men want to be alone, but we don't want to be by ourselves. Yeah, and I I don't think that could be a more truer statement, or I don't think there is a more truer statement in existence right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, God damn. Yeah, this this is a lot of shit. Like, if you wanna, if you just Google go on YouTube and search Patrice O'Neill, Opie and Anthony, and Black Philip show. Yeah, you know, join the cult of Black Philip. You know, he will teach you. He, Definitely, young men out there, I implore you if you feel like you're having issues, you know, and ladies too, because there's a lot of education in there for women too. I mean, you got to get past the fact he's a comedian and, and yeah. that he makes dirty jokes. And he's a he's Patrice is a misogynist. He's very misogynist. He's like she's he's Patrice is not a perfect person. He's a misogynist. He's an asshole, but he understands human nature. He understands. He has a keen understanding of human philosophy above all else. And he he's 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 a he's he's a hurt man. He has his own traumas and shit. Yeah. And he's an angry person. But a lot of the shit he says is true, which is why like women hate women that were on the show would always hate everything he has to say because they know it's true. But then they would turn around. They yeah. Would eventually turn around. 
Yeah. And he's, he's a master at that. He's a master at getting people back on the site. So, like, um, like let's talk about, uh, we can let's talk about, like, what we were saying about being a time hole. You oh, know? man. And that's something that, before I listened to Patrice, I had my own version of that. So, you, do you want to explain what being a time hole is? No, definitely. I think that I was a master of being a time hole. From, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been there. From uh, middle school up until past, uh, what, junior year in high school. Then I finally kind of started getting my own little thing. But being a time hole is, okay, guys, you know, you can mostly relate to this more than the ladies because you've had to deal with rejection in your life and you had to deal with working towards a certain goal with um, a sexual partner, not even a sexual partner, just someone who you're friends with, who you may have a lot of attraction to, right? You could be attracted to your one of your girlfriends, Mm-hmm. Think she's cute, super smart. You're writing poems for her. You're you're going out and hanging out with her. You're moving stuff. You're you're painting her toenails. God forbid you're painting her toenails. You're cooking her meals and all this good stuff, and not really getting anything out of it. Now, there's a lot of folks who will probably come out and say, "Well, well, why do you have to get something out of that for for them to do that for you?" Because just like. And Joe is going to go into more detail about this. Just like how my time as a man is important to me, mm-hmm. uh, your the way that you carry yourself, take care of your beauty, um, and your I'll say your vaginal needs, your vagina is just as important. Okay, and this is going to hit y'all kind of crazy. Your ladies, your vagina, as important as it is to you, mm-hmm. my time is as um, important as your vagina. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I'm spending time with you and I'm not getting anything out of it, not necessarily even sex, but I don't feel that this is going in the direction of us getting into a relationship mm-hmm. or us becoming sexual partners of some sort, then I am, unfortunately, I am a time hole. Mm-hmm. You know, that's huge. I'm trying to let you ladies know you take, I, I knew a girl who went to UTSA who admitted to me. Right. And I know this is like one of those things where they say, oh, you can't use this as an example because uh, what do they call that? Strong man. No, not even. It's like uh, you have personal examples of things that happen to you. Yeah. So this is anecdotal evidence. Right. You call it that, whatever you want to call it. But she she came out to me and I called her out on this bullshit. I said, "Um, so how many friends you got that? How many friends do you have that take you out to dinner? And how many friends do you have that just come out, hang out, and they watch movies with you? And how many friends do you have that come and take stuff upstairs for you? Any heavy baggage you might have, they just be going shopping with you. But you're, they're, they're not getting any sex. They're not really in a relationship with you, spending any real you know, one-on-one time with you. They're just doing these things for you. And she was like, about nine. And I was mm-hmm. like, Phew. Those are time holes. Oof. And and you have to know that like the way the way I look at it is like 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 what David was saying, like for a guy your time is or whatever it could be time or money or whatever, that's your precious currency, right? And for me, the way I look at it, the way I figured it out was like if I like a woman as more than friends, but I know that. I am not comfortable just being her friend. I will have no interaction with this woman. 
So let's say I want to, let's say there's a girl I want to sleep with, right? Or I want to be in a relationship with, but she just wants to be my friend. I cannot be her friend, even a little bit. I cannot interact with her. I don't want to be around her because every time I'm giving her some friendship, I'm going to feel a little bit resentful. And I don't want to feel that way, but it's just natural. I'm going to feel a little bit resentful because then you feel like, she's getting more out of this than you are because what you want is to go towards something but she has shut the door right the same way if you're sleeping with a chick and she keeps telling you i want a relationship right but you're like there's no relationship but she keeps sleeping with you she's gonna feel like you're using her and you're using like you're using her body using her sexuality because she cannot get eventually what she wants and she feels like she's investing something into this relationship. Now, of course, whenever I say this to women, women always say like, but sleeping with somebody is not the same as as um, just hanging out or doing favors. It's not. But to me, it feels the same. Exactly. And that's all that matters. So as a guy, you don't want to then start being resentful because that's how you breed like incel-ass niggas. Don't mm. do these things and then become resentful and then start blaming women for all your problems. If you know you will feel that way, don't be friends with her. She did not die before she became friends with you. And when you stop being her friend, she will not die. She may try and guilt you and say, how can you just be, try to be, how can you say we can't be friends? That means you're trying to use me. I, I wasn't trying to use you. This is for you. This is for both of our good, right? Because then it's fucking up your confidence. It's fucking up, you know what I mean? Then you try to talk to the next girl, then you're thinking of, well, what if she just wants to see me as a friend? You just carry that energy with you. So, so yeah, it's th- not good. Don't, don't be a time hole. It's, it's just, it's very, it's just, it's, it's very, uh, it's very, um, it's just a bad move. It's just a bad play, it's honestly. It's a bad deal, man. It's a bad, it's a terrible, it's a circle and, of, um, what do they call that? Uh, what do they call it? It's like a circle of... Like vicious cycle? Vicious cycle. You know, you're going to always go from one girl to the next. You like and, another girl. And then you're going to repeat you try it. to friend your way into her pussy. No, another no. term Patrice O'Neill uses. Do not try to friend your way into a female's vagina or her life. Yeah. Because she's going to think you're a fraud. And she's going to treat you like a friend for the rest of your life because she thinks you're being fake. And unless you are genuinely... and. Um, that, I've said this because there are men who are unless you genuinely want to be her friend right it's possible right Ugh. to be attracted to someone and you really actually want to be her friend Ugh. and you're okay with they're not being with being platonic friends without anything else if you know you are comfortable with that do that if you are not comfortable with that don't pretend to be comfortable with it just stop being her friend stop talking to her don't don't even talk, talk to her about it don't make it personal just let it die and move on just move on and then just Go talk to the next person. She'll be fine. Don't feel like you're abandoning her. That's you secretly thinking you can take this back doorway or that she's going to realize that you've always been the one there. This is not a rom-com. She's not going to realize <laughs> shit. She <laughs> sees you there. She knows you want her and she will take what she wants because she doesn't want you. And if she doesn't want you, just move on. Exactly. You have to take that L, man. You got to take that L. Because if you don't, you're going to continue to hand her W's. Yeah, it's just it's just better, man. Like don't don't be, and that's what a simp is really. Like that 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 time hole. That's what a simp really simple is. Simple ass nigga. And it's it's not that people think simping is like being nice to a woman. It's not being nice. It's not being nice. It's being nice, 
but pretending like it's like there's a way sometimes when you meet a woman you, you're talking to her you're interacting with her almost like you, you act like you're this being that doesn't even have sex you're like oh yeah you're really being a creep yeah and you're like acting like oh me I don't even be fucking bitches yo like I don't even know what sex is like no, I don't even want to have sex with you I just like being around you and laughing at your jokes like no you don't you know yeah. you don't you know she's not funny just <laughs> just don't pretend like make your sexual desire or your intent known early and if she's with it she's with it or if make your romantic interest known early or whatever it is if she's with it she's with it if she's not cut it off and move on that's the healthiest way for a man and then most of the time you know ladies they like to see that confidence that you're cool enough with yourself where you go hey you know what i'm sorry i can't i can't keep hanging out with you because i like you i don't want to be your friend you know i want to be more than your friend and um, i have enough confidence in myself to know that if i continue to do this this is just gonna mess me up it's just mm-hmm. gonna mess up what uh, i feel about myself internally so mm-hmm. you know i know that you think we cool as friends but uh i'd rather be by myself than be in this eternal loop Yep. Where I'm chasing you and then getting nothing. Yeah. And it's and it's and I've been there very recently. I was I was there very recently. Like Man. Like I and it, it's it's like it's like and it's not even like that I was trying to friend my way into something, but it's just that it reached a point where it felt like we shouldn't even be friends anymore. You know, when I said it the person now hit me with this, so you're gonna abandon me as a friend, this and that. Yikes. And then I was just thinking like I'm not trying to abandon you, but I can't be I'm you not your can, father. I, I can't be your friend. I can't be talking to you, hanging out like everything is okay. So, like me and this person, eventually, like I had to tell them, like, look, like, like we just like we can be acquaintances, but like let's just not interact for like next three months because it just it'll just remind me, and I'll just be getting upset. And you've not done anything wrong, so there's no reason for me to be upset with exactly. you. Should not be any tension between us. But to wrap this all up in a nice little bow, you know, how we were in the beginning talking about uh, female sharks uh, dating male penguins, you know, to get back at the male shark and try to show that there is some sort of leg up in competition against that. You know, decide what type of animal you are, right? Be that. Trust in yourself and stop trying to, don't try to conform, right? Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of that happens. Um, in the world too depending on your group of friends who you're around and what their whole deal is you know ladies if you wanna if you wanna throw some ass and get you a little stable full of dudes you know go ahead and do that dudes you too you know if you wanna get you a little stable and be monogamous or be pansexual whatever you're trying to do Mm -hmm. be that animal but you know if you're trying to be the animal you are and take advantage and manipulate somebody you know then you're a scumbag you know, ultimately, you too, ladies. You're a scumbag if you're dating these weak guys who you don't really care about. They're giving you flowers and chocolates, and you letting them bite you letting them bite your ankle every now and again, <laughs> mm-hmm. and barely having sex with them. Then you know, I'm just cut it off, man. Just be real with yourself. And um, I think that that's a pretty good note to end this on. Uh, I want to let Sholak give his uh, his outro here with his Instagram and where you can find him at and the Off The Rails podcast I told you about. So yeah, hold on. So the podcast is uh, Off The Rails Pod. That's Instagram, Off The Rails Pod. Search Four Guys Go Off The Rails on anywhere you get your podcast. 
and our Twitter is Four Guys Go Off. So follow us, Off the Road Podcast. We talk more, we talk a lot more, even more spicy than we're talking now. So today is a calm discussion. I'll be upset. I'll be more upset next time. <laughs> um, yeah, get some then, more viral energy going up in there. Then um, wasn't oh, and my my Instagram. You can follow me at sjeg. I don't be posting, but like I'm looking, I'm looking for my next wife. So I've seen my next wife. I've never been married, but who knows? You could be my first wife. So at sjeg. That's S J E G S. Uh, so you can follow me there. All right, no problem. All right, peace. Alright guys, um, that was another episode of Big Wave Sound Media, you know, and uh, I think we had a real good discussion. We're going to try and keep it coming to you, of course. Um, again, I was Big Shola, SJX, and uh, this is Big Wave Sound Media signing off. Donate, keep checking us out, and stay tuned. We're out.